You are now listening to the Fight, Fights Like a Girl, Girl podcast with Big Fridge and GQ Smooth. know what's going on it's gq smooth that's gq underscore sm0oth and this is another episode of the fights like a girl podcast you already know i got my co-host with me what's up name what's up it's fridge in the building with the fam you know what i'm saying we coming on in today live from the north side of the city you can reach us at fights like a girl 614 get at us you can still hit me on, you know, my direct joint if you got some shit to say that you really don't want everybody else to hear, you know what I'm saying? You can hit me up at 48thshort at gmail.com, and you know, we're just going to get into this topic real quick, but first, everybody introduce they selves. So Diddy Kitty one at IG. And who else we got? It's your man, Mr. Lucky Lefty, M-R-L-E-F-T-Y. Oh, I spelled Lucky first. <laughs> first. I'm lit. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not it. Y'all figured it out. L U C K Y L E F T Y. Just like it sound. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm coming. You know, I missed the last episode, so don't be pissed at me. You know what I'm saying? Anybody was looking for me. It came me on all things, right? You're talking about cuffing season and shit, and I don't know nothing about that. I was gone too long. But I got another topic. Not the original slut. Don't know about cuffing season. No, I know two ways. Yeah, damn, really? Yeah, true that. But at the end of the day, you know, I just want you to, I want to, I want to enter into another topic because tragedy in the struck, you know, and I don't want to bring anybody down, but it just, you know, revelation comes when it comes. And so, you know, I'm looking at one of the mothers that we love so much and she's battling cancer, you know, and she, it's bad, you know, things happen like that. And in the lessons that I studied for so many years, there's a concept, you know, in, in the Circle 7 that talks about ingratitude. And basically, I'm paraphrasing when I say this, right? But it says that basically, you know, from the time that you wake up to the time that you go to sleep, from your infancy to your old age, what do you do in a day, right? If you really think about what you do in the course of a day, how much do you really get done, okay? And so a lot of people sit around and watch TV and all kind of bullshit, you know what I'm saying? And they say, well, I got to do this and put that shit off until tomorrow and put it off until tomorrow and put it off until tomorrow, procrastinating like a motherfucker, right? The whole thing about it is this. The rest of the lesson says that usually on your deathbed, the first thing you say is, oh, I wish I had more time. Why is you fucking up the time that you got right now? It is so many bum motherfuckers out here getting wiped by women and shit like that. And I ain't saying that a man shouldn't be a house father. What they call that shit now when you take care of the kids and you don't leave the crib and shit? Daddy All that bullshit. Ain't nothing wrong with that, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with stepping up and taking care of your business like that. But my whole thing is... We waste entirely too much time on this motherfucking planet. We don't get shit done. Shit done. And then we always talk about how we wish we had more time to do other things. So I just wanted to speak on the ungratefulness of man one time. Does anybody want to chime in on that shit? Yeah, yeah. I'll chime in. Um, I think we are very... Just being American, I feel like we are very ungrateful. Uh, Just... Based on being able to have access to stuff like clean water, yeah. you know what I mean? 
uh, being ha able to have access to fresh fruits and vegetables, um, just just our access alone gives us this type of sense of entitlement. Mm. And it's like, as a black person, a lot of times as a black person, we speak so heavily yeah. on entitlement, especially when it comes to the white man. But in this totality, we are all entitled just living in this country itself. So that's what I would have to say about like just... And another thing about this thing is that when it comes to love and the people that we really fuck with, right? Too many times we let shit go by, these petty ass beefs and shit. You know what I'm saying? Shit that can be clarified with a fucking phone call. Ain't like Alexander Graham Bell punk ass didn't motherfucking do what he did so you can reach out and touch some goddamn body. Why don't you, if you beefing with somebody and you know you ain't got no business holding that punk ass grudge, reach out to your people and fuck with them. Too many times we just sit around and wait and wait and wait. No man knows pride? the hour, huh? Do you think that's pride, though? I do. And it, pride usually comes before the fall. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. And at the end of the day, you know, pride gets in a lot of in the way of a lot of things that you don't want to let go, or that you feel like you shouldn't let go. When in actuality, it's really a petty beef. Right. That's some bullshit. So I guess what what I would say is like. What would be your examples of like just being able to reach out to somebody? It's not as easy as it seems in a sense sometimes, especially when somebody's hit with a tragedy. It's like, what? Where do I go? What do I say? How do I handle this? Like, I don't want to be offensive because, like, in reality, even though you might be able to relate to somebody's situation, you'll never know what they're going through. Just based on the simple fact that you're not them. So you don't know really how hard they might take it or anything like that. Mm. Well, at the end of the day, forgiveness is not just about the other person. Forgiveness is for your ass, for real. You know what I'm saying? And you got to be the bigger person. But let's talk about this pride shit for a minute. Because pride is a killer. You know what I'm saying? Probably have motherfuckers doing all kind of dumbass shit like having a sucker attack over some really good <laughs> pussy and shooting right. the wrong motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Pride is a murderous motherfucking thing. And we having that shit. That's one of the problems with the, that we got in the hood. Niggas step on your punk ass shoes and shit. Is that really a right. sanction for a death? And you talking to a nigga who's on that bullshit. Uh, and I hate to admit that shit now. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, is that really an offense to murder for? With a little bit of age come a little bit of wisdom. You know, a little gray hair come with a little bit of wisdom, but that's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It's pride shit got to be. And it ain't just a man's uh, pride. Men don't just have egos. Some women have some of the biggest egos on the motherfucking planet. Like, women hate each other. I don't understand why women hate each other so motherfucking much. Men hate each other and be like, oh, all right, nigga, it's all good. And all that little dumb ass <laughs> yeah, shit. You fight real quick and get yeah, over with. Sure it's it's like it's always something that ends, <laughs> like, soon as hell. Females always... Linger. They they linger. They hold grudges, mad grudges, which isn't like necessary in all kinds of forms. You feel me? Ain't no doubt. Now my whole thing yeah. is like when they beef over niggas and shit or or, or dick. And the whole thing about it is, you know, it went like he took the pussy in most cases. So I mean, shit, it was a voluntary act. Now I could see irreconcilable differences about shit like that. And at the end of the day, when you talk about love, we got to understand that we covered love once before. This this is one aspect of love that. That people don't really get. And when somebody really fuck with you and really love you, they don't want to see you hurt under no circumstance. You understand? Me and my dudes, I never fuck behind none of my dudes. 
when I was coming up. The reason why is because sometimes dudes' ego being away, she know this bitch is a troll, but the cap is on 1,000, you know what I'm saying? And so he's stuck on this bitch for real, like, oh, you fuck that bitch and all that shit. And so some dude go ahead and do that shit. Now he beefing with dude on a low, and it festers. And then the motherfucker putting his hand on the Bible testifying against the motherfucker trying to justify his cowardice behind that whole ass shit. And when it come to women, they be beefing over dudes and shit, but then I seen women beef over shit, petty shit like, oh, this bitch got on my such and such, you know what I'm saying? All this, and what the fuck is that about? So, like, basically, like, though, could probably ever be, like, a good thing, in a sense, because I think you need pride to a certain, certain circumstance in this lifetime. Give me an example. I mean, like, you got to be prideful in what you do. You got to stand behind what you say. You got to deliver on the content that you produce with anything. Like, with this podcast, if you if you got a business, you got, you got to produce. So, you got to have some sense of pride in, in a sense, right? I mean, it's like the same thing. Like, I tell my kids all the time. Like, you know, like, even when you leave the house, you need to be... Prideful in how you carry yourself and how you look, your appearance, you know, what you putting out here. Mm -hmm. It's just that simple. Like, you don't come out here acting any kind of way and looking any kind of way and expect to receive respect. Mm. So what's the difference between uh, being too prideful and being conceited or egotistical? Bragging is never good. I mean, if you're bragging about the right things, but... To a certain extent, you need to even rein it in. Yeah. Well, that's why there's, you know, that's you why there's a word in front of the word foolish pride. There are many different types of pride. Like, there are several different types of love. You know, so foolish pride is a motherfucking killer at the same time. So, anyway, without a doubt, you need to carry yourself with some dignity, which is another aspect I want to get into. When I'm looking at how I come out the joint, I'm looking at brothers and sisters on the street. They don't give a fuck how they present themselves. It's bad off this motherfucker. I mean, they don't give... Oh, fuck. One bro, <laughs> me and Osa Diddy Kitty was coming up with us, and she just had her whole ass out just digging in that motherfucker. Just really? In front of thousands like that? Just digging in that ass. It's all bad. <laughs> it's all bad. I don't understand. Funny, ever since they changed the buses from out going, the bus used to go out east to out north. Now it goes out west to out north, and it's brought like a whole new life of prostitutes like it's it's wild on my corner because like when i say i live at the light literally like i live at the light and i see a lot of shit like Man. it's crazy men that you would never think in a million years that would pick up prostitutes be picking up prostitutes right. like niggas and benzes and like it's just it's crazy yeah, i didn't see some shit like dropping cameron off at school he go to eastmore he go to eastmore and it was that uh, main and wine. I done seen niggas like in business pick up a chick, bang the fuck out on Main Street though. <laughs> like, like really dip on some like crazy you, shit. But so, like, think that's so prideful crazy. though. Like it's just it's like what what's done in the dark don't need to come to light type shit. Like a lot of niggas do shit in the dark that they not prideful for at all. Oh, you yeah. feel me? Like oh, I ain't about to be. That nigga that's doing this type of shit, you feel me? Like fucking mm. around with prostitutes or whatever the case may be. So how do you think people like handle like not being able to disclose like what they're doing in the dark, man? Niggas mm. get the lying. Like you know what I'm saying? You 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 establish this image of your 
You establish this image of yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? That you want to be portrayed for. Mm-hmm. And you keep it that way. Like, regardless if you're in a club or whatever, you that person. But when, you know what I'm saying, you get in the dark, it's a whole nother motherfucking story. So when you start fucking with certain type of bitches, you know what I'm saying, the ones that want to expose niggas, that's how niggas get lit up like that. You know what I'm saying? On social media, internet, whatever the case may be. You feel me? Or, or another thing. <laughs> another aspect is niggas in the joint fuck with other dudes. You know what I'm saying? And they get put on the wall where they get to the streets. One thing about that shit, Oh, it's coming out, goddammit. it! You know, what yeah, I'm saying? you do not escape out. that shit. You Someone's know what I'm gonna find out. Cause don't, yeah. yeah what y'all talk about? How much women gossip? Oh, right. niggas, gossip niggas gossip way gossip. more than women do. Way right? more than bitches, especially in a situation like <laughs> that. Oh, sick! You know what I'm saying? Oh, especially in the joint when you ain't got nothing to do. Right, right, right. Let's talk the about talk. the activities in the next man. They be on the phone. Oh yeah, they're fucking with pumps and all this old shit. Oh, it comes the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? And so when we talking about pride in this type of situation, oh man, you know, you better hold it up because at the end of the day, you can say what you want. I don't give a fuck about this whole. You know, heard me say it before. This whole new uh, situation that we in, where you know everything is about uh, the rainbow flag and all this shit. I'm on the side of man and manhood, and you know. Heterosexuality, I, you know, I'm holding up that motherfucking flag. Yeah. I ain't never seen a nigga I seen and was like, damn, I sure would like to get a bite of that. Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the motherfucking day, your preference is your preference. But if you're going to stand on this side of this thing we call manhood, then you need to boss the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Because ain't nothing worse than, you know, fucking whatever you want to fuck. And then next thing you know, your dick is basically cut off. Ain't nothing else happening. It's a hard transition. You got to shut that shit down. And what is worse than a hard dick, you know what I'm saying? Especially a young hard dick. Like you talking about these old motherfuckers and nice. young motherfuckers pulling up in these bands, fucking with these bitches. She be <coughs> scratching up. You want some of this? Yeah, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The like, lower self is strong. Main Street shit. Yeah. <laughs> when we was kids, Main yes. Street used to be wild, Main bro. So wild. Main Street used to be wild. Shout out to the whole strong Main Street. Yeah. Remember, we used to get it in our aunt's car and be like, she used to. answer the question but like how how do you balance pride and self I guess like oh, yeah. cause you it's gotta be balanced like you gotta have a sense of pride I think we all agreed on that but it, like so when does pride start to take over too much oh yeah and it's easy to be overtaken by it I mean the human being like, like our teachings teach us that the man is the higher self and the lower self strangely mixed okay mm-hmm. and that goes back to the ancient forefathers talking about that so, one of the original concepts that come out of East Africa is the, is the scales, right? Like, uh, when you talk about uh, the books of Akun, Anup, and all that can on, when you go, when you're supposed to die, and you see, I believe it's Anubis or whatever, you know, he weighs your heart on, against what's called the feather of truth, right? And your heart should be lighter than a feather. Now, of course, 
physically speaking, a heart can never really be lighter than a feather. Metaphysically speaking, which we're talking about pride, which is a metaphysical concept, your heart needs to be lighter than a feather. So how the fuck do you get your heart lighter than a feather? You have to learn how to balance and have balance hey. between too much pride, foolish pride, and pride itself, strong pride. We need more black pride. I don't like the term black because it's a slave identifier as well, but that's what we're working with. Well, what do we call ourselves? Because that is also a problem amongst us because they said, I was watching some stuff and reading some stuff and they were saying like, that's the number one thing. First of all, as a people, we need to agree on who we are. Yeah. Like, what do we call ourselves? Right. Do, me, personally, I believe in calling myself black. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily believe in calling myself an African-American because, like me, I have a whole lot of shit mixed into me. Yeah, Africa's a whole goddamn African, continent. No, you know? not just that. Africa's an entire continent. Yeah. You know, that's not a country. It's <laughs> Period, a continent. You know, you know what I'm saying? But as a whole, like, your dad did a... um. A genealogy, genealogy on us, and like he told us what Africa. we are. We, we got, got a, a lot of We got a lot of. Of course, that. we get a sentence in the motherfucking transatlantic holocaust. But at the, the end of the day, we're yeah. also Cuban. You know what I'm saying? But what so, the fuck is a Cuban? A Cuban ain't Cuba was a slave Afro, breaking island. A Spanish Afro. No, no, no. Cuba, Cuba was a slave breaking island like Puerto Rico, like yeah. Jamaica. They took yeah, us over there to also. break us down and then distribute us to the to the Americas. So they black too. The majority, the overwhelming majority of the people are of African descent. They are brothers as well, or sisters as well. And that's so, the one know. drop rule. Yeah, you black, you black, you black. But like I said, hold on, we listen don't... to us that because people talk about this one drop rule like it's some like it's a sin or something. But I bet when it's they start never, passing, hold on, I ain't saying that. Now I ain't talking about you. I'm saying, but when they pass these reparation checks out, I bet motherfuckers get talking about oh one drop over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but right now they're like, well, I'm just a quarter black. You know what I'm saying? Get the fuck out of here with that shit. And you know what I'm saying? And let's keep in mind that that's a white man's concept as well. But my concept is, at the end of the day, we don't necessarily, I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand. At the end of the day, everybody comes from Africa. Right. Because they said the first man walked out of Africa, basically. So we all come from Africa. But at the end of the day, you know, we don't really resonate. We Africans, we don't really understand their struggle the way they understand our struggle. Because they have to come over here. Because, you know, like I said, I go to school with a lot of them. Mm -hmm. So... Like, just hearing them talk, like, mm. it's just funny, like... Hold on, hold on, but let's go back to that, because the reason why uh, many of us, because I hate it when say they hate us, I don't met a whole bunch of them that I love I don't us. agree with but that. But the thing about it is, is they, many they of them... They do feel a certain yeah. way Many about of us. us, many of them feel like we're ungrateful, yeah. like Kara was talking That's... about earlier, like GQ's move was talking about earlier... She was, you know, the, the the privileges that you that you afforded over here in uh, America. But I done talked to many brothers on the continent. Can't wait to go. And the problem over there is you can have whatever you want. Yeah. Problem is, can you keep that shit? Yeah. It's just like a chess game. A you can have what you can protect. And I, the security over there is fucked I up because it's a lot of corruption going on. But go ahead. I'm sorry, I mean to interrupt you. Yeah. I listen to a lot of the African women at school mm -hmm. and even one of my professors he's Somalian and at the end of the day they like we all from Africa 
And basically, he like, when you came over here, did you think it was going to be what it is? So basically, when they see TV and they see like shit like the housewives and all that kind of stuff, they believe that we all living like that. And like the one lady I'm really cool with, she was explained that when she got here and she saw her her husband was living in New York, she was like, "What the fuck?" What the fuck? Eddie, I want half. What the fuck? Yeah, like what the fuck? But they partially, but they partially, but they partially right because the shit you see on the housewives, they don't live like that. I ain't talking about they don't live like that, but the motherfuckers is acting like that. Everybody ratchet than a motherfucker right now. That's why I hate that bullshit. But, they hate that shit to be on fucking TV. Because these motherfuckers, I'm talking about, are you here? Bitch, bitch, this. And what the fuck is this hand shit, first of all? But whatever. <laughs> right. Bitch, this. Bitch, that. You know what I'm saying? God damn, you act just like these bitches without the motherfucking glamour, without the makeup right. studio. So, so to a certain true. degree, the motherfuckers they is right. Do you don't think I want to throw my water on you right now? I wish you would. Because <laughs> it's hot in the motherfucking air. I don't know. Nah, I'm just you know I'm fat, goddamn. I overheat quick. Don't worry about this motherfucker. Did anybody answer the question? I'm gonna get him down and shit. Yeah, what was the question? (laughs) (laughs) So what? What is too much pride? Like, how do you balance it? But do you think that pride is different from bragging? Well, well, hold up. Let's go here. So we always we always go to the root of every. Go to the root. And I know Elijah Muhammad once said, go to the root of every problem, right? So if pride is an issue, right, we need an example of where pride is an issue. So I'm going to use one of the worst examples, domestic violence. If you're kicking your woman's ass, that usually is a residual effect of some type of pride, too much over, too much testosterone, too much ignorance, this, that, and the other. But it's a prideful situation because for some reason there's no understanding. And instead of just bowing out gracefully, you go upside her head or she hits you with a motherfucking brick. One of them two things. You know what I'm saying? So when you talk about domestic violence, that could easily be, you know, a good example. And we can start there and work our way up. Because when you put a hand, like I grew up with, around number strong women. Some, a couple around this motherfucking table. It was never, it never entered my mind to hit a woman. Ever. I make a nigga in the street pay. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, nigga, I ain't about to hit no motherfucking woman. But at the same time. A woman can push you to want to kick her ass, and dudes can push women to want to kill their motherfucking ass. We see that shit. What's that show you be making me watch when wives kill us and shit That's like what that? I see. Sick motherfuckers. <laughs> so you know, and, and so watch that and while people may not feel like that's an, a good example of pride, it really is because pride usually boils down to like wrong pride, too much pride, of stupid pride, foolish pride. Usually boils down to a lack of understanding. Yeah. At the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, and we talked about this shit before, if your woman is really having a motherfucking issue with you, she the head of the motherfucking household. Now it's time for you to be submissive. Oh, you can't be submissive? That's pride. Foolish pride. We're supposed to be partners. But we just talking about regular pride. It's not bad to have pride. Well, she was talking about distinguishing the two. So give me an example of good pride. I gave you a bad, a really horrible example of foolish pride. I took it to the extreme. So now give us an example of good pride. I guess pride could be anything like that you truly believe in, you know, something that you truly believe in, like you believe in who you are and not necessarily everyone should agree, but at least try to understand your point of view, right? You have a sense of pride 
What happens to the niggas who don't understand your point of view, though? Like, do you just, like, leave them in the dust? Uh Uh-uh. Let's talk about what happens. But each Uh -uh, one teach one, right? True. Yeah. So, let's talk about what happens. So, I don't understand your point of view, right? Mm -hmm. I tell you, ah, ain't no way in hell motherfucking bitches should be scissoring one another. Need to be a dick (laughs) going in. Uh, this, that, and the other. He's like, fuck you. Then you don't say that you just dick cut off. You know what I'm saying? It's a game. Whatever. I'm just not being nice. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the motherfucking day, right? Now we beefing, right? And now, now I done said some bullshit to you, though. You laughing at it, but if a motherfucker says some shit like that to you on the real, you be ready to beat like his ass, right? Like, was walking down the street and be like, since Scissor game. Like, would you get pissed? Yes. Oh, stop that. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta trademark that. Scissor game. You know what I'm saying? Would you get mad though? Would you get mad though? Like, if somebody walked past No, let's just say we chopping it up like that for real. You fuck with me though, right? But I'm, but I'm one of the motherfuckers. I'm a homophobe. You know what I'm saying? And I, I feel like that term is Are you? harsh. Not you don't at all. I think you are homophobe. This is a, no, a, a, a general kind of analysis. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm not. My homophobe. kids think I'm a homophobe. Oh, my God. Well, your right. kids think you're an ass. We're and I do back. too. Hold up. At the end of the day, shut at up. At the end of the day, I'm not going to edit. I don't want to edit. Let go, me say this to you, though. But if, if I'm somebody you fuck with, right, and I come with some shit like that at you, okay, on some real life shit on the really, though, you know what I'm saying? You're going to get offended, right? Now, here go your pride, you know what I'm saying, and your ego. Now we got a clash going on. That scissor shit is a myth, you dumb motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? Just like motherfucker got to stick right. his finger ass and get your dick hard. Uh, that's a myth, bitch. And this, that, and the other. Now, <laughs> the shit's elevating, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, motherfuckers, is the tempers is flaring, goddammit. It's yeah. on and motherfucking cracking. Your ass take off on the motherfucker. Now, hands have been exchanged and shit, you see what I'm saying? It just builds and builds instead of motherfuckers saying, look, that shit you wanted some bullshit. And I'm going to cease talking to your ass until you get into your right mind, right frame of mind. Submission is a form of submission. Backing the fuck up. It took me a long time to get to that point. Submission is knowing when to back the fuck up. Inhale, exhale. You know what I'm saying? And drop a stupid motherfucker and leave him right where he at. Maybe I can pick you up later. Maybe I might not be able to. But you got to defend your motherfucking state. Because nigga, you ain't going to be saying anything to me, motherfucker. Next thing you know, here go the news cameras at your motherfucking door. There's some mm. yellow tape all over the goddamn place. Mm. Do you disagree that with fast. this example? This, this analogy. Do you disagree with this analogy I'm giving up? No, that's very true. But I'm just like, how do we not get to that point? And I get you said submission. Is there is there anything else that we can do to not get to that point? Put, people will push our buttons on purpose. But mm-hmm. I know, I get it. It's all power within self. But... Sometimes that don't come so easy, especially when you when that issue hits so close to home too. Or you've been fighting that issue your whole life, and you sick of hearing that dumbass shit. I'm in close quarters with somebody I fuck with. I gotta hear that shit with you too, motherfucker. Enough is enough. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But instead of just being able to just back the fuck up and just let go, pride comes in the way. Pride yeah. comes into the situation, and now I can't back down because if I do. I know the type of motherfucker you are. You're going to look at me like I'm a bitch. You see what I'm saying? Right. And that's ego and that's foolish pride. If you my friend, you know I'm not a bitch. But for some reason, I made friends with a motherfucker who look at me as less than. Mm. So that's your mistake off the rip. Not really vetting the people that you really fuck with. That's the root of every problem. You know what I'm saying? And so therefore, a lot of people ungrateful. You know what I'm saying? We go back to gratitude again. 
and ingratitude again. When you got a really good person in your life, do not fuck them over, man. Hold on to the good in your life by all means. Even if it hurt a little bit, goddamn. I don't give a fuck if it's financial or whatever, goddamn. Because ain't enough people that really fuck with you in this lifetime. You're not going to find that. And when you find that, you do not let go of that How shit. How you weed it out, though? Because a lot of niggas will say they here for you and they not really here for you. <laughs> and that's the beauty of time. Jesus said time will heal all wounds, but time will reveal. That's the bars, ain't it? That's a bad motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? Nice Ain't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, no doubt about it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, right. yeah I mean, ain't no doubt, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it comes, it all comes out in the wash. People talk that shit. But when it comes time to walk it, oh, you're gonna find out, goddammit, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And you gotta, and like a pimp told me a long time ago, which I said on the previous episode, a nigga gonna be himself one day out of the week. You just gotta back the fuck up and watch it. But don't be too caught up in your love. That's one of our problems. We love. Black people, we love so motherfucking hard that I'm willing to overlook that you a dick. I'm willing to overlook that you looking at my woman when I walk out the room. She willing to overlook that you looking at her dude when she walk out the room. She willing to overlook the fact that every time your, her man come over, you run around with your motherfucking little bitty ass drawers on the shit. She willing to overlook it because you a skank. You know what I'm saying? She willing to overlook that shit. But these are the things, the telltale signs that say, I'm not your motherfucking friend. That actually I'm your motherfucking enemy. Only reason why I'm here, goddamn, is because I'm either using you or I can't do no better. Right. That ain't a friend. That's bullshit. It's it's so disguised now. Like I I would especially say like now these days it's so disguised. Like mm-hmm. and people will cover it up. I wasn't looking at him. Like you know I was looking at TV. Like I was looking past your nigga. Like you know what I mean. Like right. and it's just like. You, you, I guess you just got to trust your intuition at that point? Well, nah. Here's a lesson. Because my grandfather, our grandfather taught me much. So, I'm going to give him an example. One day, I wanted to kill a motherfucker. Right? So, I knocks on the door. Rob, get your shit, nigga. It's time. Nigga, you know what I'm saying? He looked at me and said, nah, man. Now, the average motherfucker be like, you can't fuck with him. He's a bitch. He's that and the other. But since my grandfather schooled me, I know my dude ain't no bitch. But I was on some bullshit every day at this particular time. I, you know, when you in the streets, it's like you running, 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 and here go the cliff. You know what I'm saying? So you run faster towards the cliff because the cliff is actually going downhill. You know what I'm saying? You can't stop the momentum. He was wise enough to say, I ain't going down with you on that one, baby. But instead of me looking at him like, oh, you betrayed me, nigga, I respected his decision. Because if he would have went against his will, maybe he would have told on the motherfucker. Even though that ain't in him at all. But everybody ain't the motherfucking asshole that I am. I can't expect for everybody to go as hard as me. So instead of me uh, unfriending him as they do on Facebook, goddammit, what I did was I said, I respect that. And I went to the next asshole. Get the shit. It's going down that asshole with me. Thank God dude wasn't there. So, you know, what no motherfucking uh, 87, the motherfucking effect. But I respect the fact that he's yeah, saying, right, right. I'm not motherfucking doing that. I was a true friend on his part, and he was a true friend on my part. We just had the wisdom to recognize one another. He never apologized for not going none of that shit. A man going to tell you, enough is enough. Because my life ain't your life at the end of the motherfucking yeah, day. Right, right. I'm willing to, oh, a friend only going to go so motherfucking far. My friends went all the way to the federal penitentiary. That same thing I'm talking about. Set up there and face Uncle Sam and his bald eagle. You understand? It was eight of us in that motherfucking box, and he was one of them. That's my brother. Love him to death. He can have my kidney. You know what I'm saying? 
But that's an example of a motherfucker saying, uh-uh, enough of your bullshit is enough. That's what a friend will do. A friend will tell you, hey, man, don't do that shit, and I ain't fucking with you on that, nigga. And you got to be wise enough to say, you might have some logic there, but if your rage and your pride is too high, yeah. you can't stop. Yeah, right. You a bitch-ass nigga. For real, nigga? It's like that, nigga? I said, all right, nigga, hug that nigga, boom, because it might be the last time I see you, nigga, you know what I'm saying? And went on up the motherfucking road, goddammit. Yeah, and, you know, he was happy, you know, as soon as I walked in the door, and they pulled out the bag, and we rolled up, it's like we always do, or hit the bone, whatever the fuck it was we did back then and shit, you know what I'm saying? And it was another day. But, I mean, shit, enough is enough, because if you got, when you look at Juice, who the fuck want to be Tupac's friend in Juice? <laughs> Right. It's hard to be that nigga's friend. He want too much. He's a wild boy. Nigga want too goddamn much. When, when the fuck do it end with you, motherfucker? Right. Your friends ain't supposed to give all to you. Some will. You know what I'm saying? Now you got to question their self-worth and they self-love. But sometimes motherfuckers love you enough where they willing to go down with you. And my niggas did. So he ain't got no motherfucking beef with that shit. This nigga just simply had more sense than my dumb ass. Right. You know? Gotcha. Yeah. Shit, I mean... I think this is a good uh, time to wrap it up. You got anything else? Anybody uh, want to yeah, chime in yeah. on this? <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, close man. remarks, you know what I'm saying? You know, since old Lefty and shit, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Lefty. You know, old Lefty got to get home. His wife is holding him out. So, <laughs> that's what a wife's supposed to do. Hey. But at the end of the motherfucking day, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I just want people to know this. You know, when I'm looking at, you know, moms, man, you know what I'm saying? And she's on her bed and... She's fighting, you know, to cling on to every motherfucking breath. I just want the listeners out there to just understand that. Quit thinking that you got a fucking tomorrow, nigga. Right. You understand? When you look at the body, the human body is an intricate system that works in an accord. One little punk ass, minuscule clog in your motherfucking artery, your ass is out here. Some shit that you roll up, the shit that you spit out when you smoking that blunt and shit, that shit can clog up your motherfucking heart if it was motherfucking platelets and kill your ass. No man knows the time, no man knows the hour. You got one motherfucking life. Quit sitting on your motherfucking ass thinking you got a tomorrow or motherfucker gonna make it happen for you. If you wanna if you want instructions on how to get your shit together, you know the motherfucking Instagram, you know my motherfucking personal uh Gmail accounts. God damn it, get at me, but stop waiting. You got one motherfucking life. And one thing I love about mom, she's still with us, you know what I'm saying? She fighting her ass off. And maybe she'll pull out of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Prayer and all that shit is in order, man. You know what I'm saying? I love you, woman. Understand that. But at the end of the day, stop acting like you got tomorrow. Stop being ungrateful for the minutes that you have. Because when is a good time to die? When is a good day to die for you, motherfucker? Now, 30 seconds from now, that shit ain't promised to none of us. The sun could explode, suck this bitch in, turn into a supernova, a black hole. Next thing you know, a new sun done formed and your ass ain't there. Anything can happen. So stop motherfuckers acting like you got a fucking tomorrow or even the next 30 seconds. If you that motherfucker need to call somebody and apologize, then put that shit down and do what the fuck you got to do. But love the motherfuckers who love you back. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and motherfucking close this bitch out. I'm in Big Fridge. You know what it is. Fights like a girl 614 at gmail.com. Hit us online, Facebook, all that dumb ass shit. We here for you. And my co-host. You already know what's going on. It's the head, not the tail. It's GQ Smooth. That's GQ underscore SM0OTH. And your boy, Mr. Lucky Lefty. Alright, you already know. One shot, one kill. We out. <laughs>